Governor Dunleavy declares a disaster emergency for Skagway in response to recent rock slides. And the Haines Arts Council is back to booking shows and packing houses. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Mike Swayze. Those stories are up next. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy on Thursday announced a disaster emergency for Skagway after a recent visit by state officials. Skagway's mayor had previously declared a similar disaster emergency after rock slides caused a temporary shutdown of its busiest cruise ship dock earlier this summer. A portion of the dock reopened, but estimates say nearly 125,000 cruise ship passengers had to skip the port. The governor's declaration could provide assistance that will help Skagway mitigate rockfall hazards and expand cruise berth options to accommodate visitors in 2023. Borough officials hope Dunleavy's declaration of disaster emergency for Skagway will free up federal funds in addition to state funds to help combat the barrage of rock slides that continue to impact the railroad dock and limit the number of cruise passengers that can visit the port. Skagway Mayor Andrew Cremata told KHNS that it's the best news he could have hoped to have gotten. The governor's office has been fantastic through this. They sent an entire team here. We spent an entire day with them, taking them up in the rock slide via helicopter. Some of us hiked up there. Then we had a roundtable with them all afternoon, and they were impressed about the severity of the situation. And they went back to the governor's office and pled our case and he declared an emergency. A geotechnical engineering firm is expected to complete a 10% design plan to mitigate the rockfall later this month. But with only half a year before Skagway's next cruise season, it may not be possible to completely eliminate the rockfall hazard before ships return in 2023. Skagway officials have been meeting with the owners of the railroad dock, White Pass and Yukon Route, to develop a plan to allow four ships a day to visit the town next season. That plan calls for an emergency improvement project on Skagway's ore dock to be completed by next April. The plan would increase capacity to allow a large post-Panamax or quantum-sized ship to dock there. Those ships can carry up to 4,000 passengers and 1,500 crew. Some of those larger ships had to cancel calls to Skagway this year as the only dock large enough for them in town is the railroad dock. But with its northern berth closed because of rock slide activity, any ships docking at the southern berth have to tender their passengers ashore. And as Kramata says, not all of those large ships have the capability. The Norwegian post-Panamax class ships, they don't have tenders. So if we don't have a way to dock those post-Panamax ships on the ore dock, we're not going to get them. Kramata says if the larger ships can dock on the ore dock, that will free up space on the railroad dock for two smaller ships south of the active rock slide area, though they'll still likely have to tender people ashore. The Broadway dock can then be used for a fourth ship. Borough manager Brad Ryan says the ore dock extension project should cost just under $6 million. A chunk of that is taking down the ore loader. Another chunk of it is demoing the existing wooden dock. And then there's you know, driving piles, electrical upgrades. Ryan says most of that cost is already accounted for in the municipality's plan to reconfigure the ore dock as a multi-purpose dock in 2024. Engineering firm KPFF is expected to provide the next round of design plans for that project by December. 
On October 4th, Skagway voters will decide whether to approve up to $65 million in revenue bonds to pay for updated port infrastructure following the expiration of its 55-year lease with White Pass and Yukon Route. If approved, those funds could then be used for any project on Skagway's waterfront. Kermada hopes that some of the disaster emergency funds could be used to pay the remaining costs of emergency upgrades to the ore dock. If the revenue bond is approved by voters, three and a half million of those dollars can go into some improvements on the ore dock for next season in advance of the project being done in 24 so that we can have four berths next summer. That's very important. There's an additional 1.5 million in estimated cost for that project. So I'm hopeful that maybe some of that relief money could go toward that. For now, borough officials say they have a verbal agreement with White Pass to move forward with the emergency plan to bring up to four ships a day to Skagway in 2023. The Haynes Arts Council kicked off their fall season last Tuesday with a packed house featuring Italian violinist Luca Charla. Now that the pandemic has subsided, the Arts Council is eager to return to a full show calendar. KHNS's Brandon Wilkes sat down with Haynes Arts Council President Tom Haywood to discuss what's up next for the people of Haynes and what the process of bringing performances to town looks like. Tom Haywood from the Haynes Arts Council. How are you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great, Brandon. Thanks for checking in with us. Oh, absolutely. I know uh, you just started your season with Luca Charla earlier this month, and it was a fantastic show. How did you bring him into town, and what do you have going on next? Well, Luca was partially sponsored by the Italian government and also by an institute in San Francisco called the Italian Institute of San Francisco. And we were really excited to bring him in, and <laughs> every time I go downtown at this point, I run into somebody who says to me, man, that was a fantastic concert. We feel really great about that. Uh, one person said to me, this was one of the very best they've ever, best concerts they've ever seen at the Chilkat Center. So makes it all worthwhile for sure. He was terrific. But we're moving on. And next Friday on the 23rd of September at 7 p.m. at the Chilkat Center, we've got a really big event, our biggest event of the year. And it's a dance performance by a contemporary group called the Eisenhower Dance Detroit and they are one of the nation's best contemporary dance groups. They're based out of Michigan, and their, their mission is not only to tour and perform, which they've been doing for over 30 years now, but also to instruct and run classes. So they're an instructional and a touring group, and they'll do some of both of that while they're in Haines. Not only are they doing a concert on the 23rd, but they're going to have two shows for the students, uh, grades K to 5, and also grades 6 to 12, where they'll demonstrate and talk about what it means to be a contemporary dancer, and then they'll also pull some of the students down for workshops as well. So we're really happy to be able to touch the entire school district with this event, as, and we're hoping for a really great turnout at the Chilkat Center on Friday night as well. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic show. How do you go about actually finding these groups and finding these performances to bring to share with the people of Haines? Well, it, it takes a while to build up your reputation, and Haines Arts Council has really done a great job over the years of, of bringing in lots of artists. And so in this case, uh, the management of the, the group contacted me because this, this manager has been to Haines with four other dance groups over the last 10 years. So... We wanted to bring them back, 
uh, bring it's a new group. This group has never been here, but she has manager has so uh, she has fond memories of, of each of the experiences she's had here, and so I'm I'm in con- connection with many other presenters around the state of Alaska. Uh, we have been doing Zoom meetings every month throughout the entire last three years during the COVID pandemic, in trying to keep our organizations alive and thriving and looking toward the future. So this event with Eisenhower Dance Detroit was actually in the making prior to the COVID pandemic. And uh, once things began to ease up, we got back in touch with the planning. And indeed, the tour of Alaska is happening. Um, I'll be in, in the state of Alaska for an entire month. Tom Haywood from the Haynes Art Council. Thank you very much for your time. You bet, Brandon. Thanks for checking in. For KHNS News, I'm Mike Swayze. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read local news stories online at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News anywhere you get your podcasts.